Okay. All right. So, uh, so we sort of like we're beginning. We're in the middle of the uh, Parak Aleph over here in the second volume. So again, he's talking. He didn't yet really discuss what the sugi he's going to be talking about. So let's get started. So um, let's go to page Ches, at the top of page Ches. That's where we're up to, I think, Barach. Or yeah, okay. So he says like this: Ha'olam nikra malashin halam. So it's well known that the word, the word Ailam, the world, the universe, the creation, is coming from the word halam. The sharish is halam concealment. Because reality itself conceals Hashem's existence. Before creation, Hashem and His name were one, as all there was was Him. Hashem means Hashem. His name means His, you know, His, you know, the, the revelation of Hashem, how He's revealed. And it was Mamish one. There was no, there was no Hester at all. There was no Hester at all. Because the world was created, so never happened. All of a sudden. A concealment was created. And all of a sudden, now the revelation changes from being, you know, an R, like a light, which is illuminating and clear and invisible. Now Hashem is a hidden God. So what's our Hashem To sort of, uh, you know, reverse engineer creation on some level, to go back the way it was. And while we do that, to bring along everything we're experiencing, you know, sort of to change this world from being a place of Helam to be a place of Gilead. That's our Avaida. That's our Avaida. Or, or to be Makadesh Hashem to create a Kiddush Hashem, because the definition of Chil Hashem, and Kiddush Hashem is related to this, right? Chil Hashem comes from the word Chalal, an emptiness. So, so Chil Hashem, you know, Chil Hashem means a situation or environment in which Hashem's presence is concealed, Helam. The creation itself is, uh, you could say it as the greatest Chil Hashem. And so our Vaidah is to, is to, again, to, is to, an Aleph, well, there's two ways to say it. Either to fight against creation, right? And this, despite the helm of creation, to try to be Magalak Vait Shemaim. Which, in a, true, in a certain sense, is impossible because the only, the, the only universe we live in and we're able to work within is the universe. That's the only, so it's, it's, it's an impossible, so if, if, the, if the very foundation of the universe of creation is Hashem's concealment and our avoid is to reveal Hashem's presence, how could you do that? How, how, how could you use the materials of Helen to be Megala? So it must be, it must be, and this is what Tariq Mitzvahs really are, it must be, that somehow in that universe, which initially is seen as an experience of Helen, it must be that built within the system, is a way to convert that Helen into Gila. And that's ultimately what Tyra is about, what Harsinai is. Before Harsinai, the world was a place of Helen. In order to find the Rabbi Mishlailam, you had to somehow work, you know, in, in some, you know, you have to sort of like fight against that, that system or, or, or outside of that system somehow. So you have, uh, you know, like Hanoich Veinenu. You know, because if, you, if you're trying to get to that place of Giloi, well, guess what? It's kind of impossible because the universe that you're functioning in is Miosid on Helam. Comes Harsinai, and Harsinai says, no, the Helam itself of creation can be reconstituted and reseen and, re, and reinvented as Giloi itself. But this is, this, this, this is a way the Rav Hashem is Bimagala himself. He's Bimagala himself maybe even in a deeper way than what was before creation. The Davka through 
physical things, limitations, experiences, uh, three weeks, even three weeks types of period. Adarabah, that itself you could find Hashem. And that's what Torah Mitzvah really is about. So Aravayda, when he says that Aravayda is Megala Hashem, that's not the... That's not different than saying that our avoid is to keep Torah mitzvahs. But what is what is Torah mitzvahs? Avoid of Torah mitzvahs is to re is 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 ways within which within our nefesh we're able to reconstitute our relationship with the bria itself, where the bria is turned into something that's turned into a, into a vessel of Hashem's presence, not a vessel, not a not a reality to hide Hashem, you know. And that's again that's why all the Torah mitzvahs are related to things of this world and they're related to the person himself. It's a it's about reorienting the Bria. So besides the world that itself, without us engaging in it properly, is itself a, a source of Hester Panim, there's another source of Hester Panim. Even within Torah Mitzvahs, which really ultimately is about trying to be Megalak Hashem, when a person begins their avayda with all sorts of things, the time they were children, they met a tarik of one of its fila v'chulu, when this kabakashim. So not only is the world itself a mechitza before us and Hashem kiviyachol, or it seems that way. So a person begins to learn, do mitzvahs, and and automatically we're, we're, we we you know we meet uh, difficulties or stumbling blocks or or obstacles. Even even the tools that Hashem gave us to convert that hell mm-hmm. into gila, which is Torah mitzvahs, so there's there's a big nisayin in terms of understanding what what those tools are, and to understand have a proper understanding of what Yiddishkeit is and what the what the objective is. And after you know a number of times, where a person you know sort of uh, uh, you know uh, you know. Meets meets minias and stumbling blocks. So machnas by hayitzar is machshava. So the hayitzar puts a thought into a person. Hakol nochim amiti. I was over the kasha. So it's true. Termitzis is very important, but lemaisa it's too difficult. Ani ishes kasha lilis. My didim zets. Personally, it's too difficult for me to deal with this. Maybe one day I can. You know, it's like I sort of can wheel. Rabbi knows it's in one of his farm. I can't remember which one. One of the psalm in Tiva Kavanas, who talks about Kavanas and Davin Kabbalah. So in the Haktam, he talks about the greatness of learning Kabbalah, how necessary it is, whatever. And he says that one of the tainas that a person has, you know, that maybe holds himself back from getting involved with Pinimius is, you know, it's very difficult. It's an undertaking. If I learn this stuff, it means I'm going to have to, you know, work on my Yerushimai. And Sir Gamil says, he writes, it's very like funny the way he puts it. It's like you could hear him, like, in the same. And he says, like, but that, but you're supposed to be Yerushalayim anyway. Like, it's, it's like you know, if I learn this, then it's going to be mechay of me to like uh, take Yiddishkeit seriously. Well, guess what? Like, you're supposed to get Yiddishkeit seriously. It's not an excuse. Adrava, it'll just it'll just help you. So it's like you know, the person saying like, I have to live my life, but you know, real Vadis Hashem is too difficult. That, that 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 that's what you're here for. That that's what life is. It's not like you can't opt out of it. It's not you know. It's a, there's no other option. So why does a person feel that way? So it's like the famous word from Rav Nachman, right? That uh, that uh, you know the kaitz ruach avaydakasha, right? Yiddishkeit becomes an avaydakasha because a person doesn't realize what Yiddishkeit's about. When you realize what Yiddishkeit's about, then two things take place. First of all, there's no other option, so it's not like uh, you know there's no eight, you cannot doubt of it. It's it's mitzias. Yeah, that, that's why we're here is to turn helam into gilu, and the only way to do that. Is with Torah mitzvahs, and number two, it doesn't become an avodah kasha. It's not fighting. It's a it's a natural thing. It's chaim tivian. It's not uh, 
it's not a big opposition. The, the, the Yiddishkeit that's, that's overwhelming is all of a sudden not, not that's not the Yiddishkeit anymore. It's a Yiddishkeit that's with Tam and, and with Yeshua Das and Meruchas HaNefesh. It doesn't mean it's easy, but it's not something that's, that's against a person's, uh, you know, Teva in a certain sense. Again, there's still Nisyanis, but, but it's not the same. A person has a different way of, a person reveals within himself a different way of looking. It's not easy like that. It's not as hard as the Yitzhar tries to pretend it is or to, to put us, you know, to, 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 present, to present before us as if it's like this huge hurdle that's impossible. It's not. Every moment you do your thing, and the Rabbanu Shalom is creating a universe for you in order for you to, to function within it, to do, to do your tachlis. What's the shita? What's the idea that Yitzhar uses to distance a person from Rabbanu Shalom? So, so you're placed in a world that's not clear. And all of a sudden he throws upon you a million things that you have to do. So as a Torah, and in Torah, just isolate that in Huda, so immediately what, what hits you, uh, it's so huge. It's, it's very difficult to be masigit. Right in the beginning, a person's, a person's uh, shifas are weakened. It seems that everything is very, very far away. But the person realizes that all these thoughts are simply not true. It's all the eights are from the eights What does it mean it's not true? Tar is not big. Of course, Tar is big. There's a lot of things to do in Yiddishkeit. But again, like we've been talking about, when you boil it down to a simple truth of what, what Yiddishkeit is about, so, it's, uh, you know, so you do what you have to do, but it's not... It's not this overwhelming thing that's an impossibility. You know, it's, by, by, by realizing that it's the Eitzahara's Eitzah to try to overwhelm us with what our responsibilities are in this world. So, and that's namely the, our responsibilities, as if there's a, this thing that really what we want to do, and then there are our responsibilities. You know? Our responsibilities are to like, you know, I don't know, do carpool. Whatever it is, like that's a responsibility. That's because it's not mitzvah. That's not. <laughs> that's not. That's not life itself. So then there's life itself, and then there's responsibilities you have during life. That, that's all the eight. The eight of the art to think of Yiddish like that. But does is does. It's life itself. It's came chayin. It's avodas Hashem. Breathing is avodas Hashem. So there's just different time. Different times where avodas Hashem is more apparent and more clear, like learning Torah. But it, but everything we're doing is is dikunim. It's all avodas Hashem. <clears throat> so. So the main, the real way to serve Hashem, the lemasi kamat mene kolchai is mamish hidden. People don't know umadua kikachi tzur sabri. The answer is that's how the creation is set up. Oylem loshen helam ukvishu v'yarnu reishes shekesh baruchu kel mistater. It starts off with this reality: Hashem is hidden. Avol helam ayoyser kosher who should know us from Adam and derech hamidus chaytz lavaris barb. The greatest helam is that we don't even know what Yiddishkeit is. Ukishein derech you're talking liquor. Pam sefer musar echad. Pam sefer musar acher. And therefore, because of this, it's possible to listen to learn one sefer musr, another sefer musr, musr shmuzin, and so on. And not, nothing, you're not being told anything wrong. It's not false. Everything's true. I've learned say there, but you're not being presented with what Yiddishkeit is 
and, and, and what the objective is and, and, and how and what's the unifying force behind everything you're doing. You're being told of all the obstacles in your way and all the, and all the difficult things that you have to deal with and contend with. And then the last sentence is, oh, and by the way, Tariq Mitzvah is going to help you out. I don't know how. So it's, it, it, you know, that would be a ridiculous model for any army, right? Or, any, or even any business where 90, 96% of the time is spent talking about the opposition and spent it talking about how difficult the objective is, and then only 4%, right, it's the Mamshtam Raghun, right? And then 4% is about, okay, now here's the Eitzah. <laughs> it's the Ha'apichut. 96% talk about what you have to do, and then 4% talk about, you know, how difficult the, the objective is to mechazik you. But, but the reverse is Bechlam is not. And what is a person, and, and, and when a person is raised like that, then not only, not only is there a confusion not only is there, is there an ignorance in terms of what the real objective is and how the tools that I'm being given helps me to get that objective, automatically when a person hears 96% about the menias and about the problem and only 4% about the solution, that already it subconsciously it, it, it makes you, not, makes you, uh, uh, dispo, you know, uh, uh, skeptical in whether this solution is really possible. And that's really what he's talking about. Because if I only spend 4% talking about the solution, and I never really, even, that, even in that 4%, I don't explain how this is the solution, well, guess what? Then the human being, uh, it's only natural for a person to be skeptical about that. So like that's, you know, so you have to begin to talk more about the solution and, 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 to, and to explain how, how the solution, how it is the solution and, and, and how to turn that element to Gila. Okay, so sure. Somehow the psychology of the world turned that you need that 96% in order to do the 4%. You know, like, 